Hey, what's up, everybody? How you doing tonight? Episode number 291, Drink It Till You Podcast, the only podcast that lasts until the last drop. How the hell is your Sunday going? Uh, how the hell was your week? Uh, did anybody catch that UFC? My goodness. Uh, what a great one to catch. And then the next one, too, I think that was 292, the next 293. If my counting is correct, one number up would be 293. Um, that one's going to be a banger too. Um, and old Bruce was there. <laughs> old Bruce Buffer was there at this one. Um, which seemed like, I don't know, he kind of chilled it out a little bit. Um, until it gets to the main event, then he just goes fucking... The main event and the co-main event, then he just goes nuts. Um, good set of fights, man. I actually rewatched that O'Malley-Sterling fight this morning. Um, it was just came to fruition for him, man. I'm, I'm happy for him. You know, everybody kind of overlooked him. You know, he had an easy path. You know, everybody, I guess that's what Sterling was saying before the fight. Um, and O'Malley actually looked pretty nervous, like walking into the cage. I think even the announcer said so too. One of the announcers and he, he kind of looked shy, timid, you know, he, I mean, he was smiling. He was you know, pumping up the crowd and all that stuff, but he he looked a little, little shy and a little timid, and it was like, it was like a minute and a half into that first round, Sterling came out, you know, taking the center of the ring, O'Malley's just kind of bouncing around, Sterling's trying to be the aggressor, and it's like a minute and a half of that, and something changed, you know, I don't know if it was a punch, if it was a kick from O'Malley, you know, it's like you start marching forward. I guess Sterling was marching forward. If you feel a little bit of power from someone, it kind of makes you rethink your, you know, I don't want to get caught with that again. You know, that might put me out. That hurt. Whatever. You're thinking in the, I'm sure you're not thinking that hurt in the moment, getting kicked in the face. Um, you're just trying not to let it happen again. But uh, yeah, O'Malley looked a little timid, but uh, really warmed up a couple of minutes into that first round and, Man, what a shot. I mean, he, he made Sterling eat canvas, dude. 100%. <laughs> he hit him with such a great shot. I mean, his hands just dropped. He dropped to his knees. I mean, like, normally when you fall, you put your hands out. You know, if you're conscious, you put your hands out in front of you to brace your face. I mean, this dude, I mean, his hands dropped and he just... I mean, he kissed the mat, bro. It was it was a great shot. And then O'Malley went to work on him, uh, busted at him open over the eyebrow. O'Malley wins the title. He is the champion. Uh, everything he said came to fruition, man. Uh, happy for him. My first drink tonight, uh, by the way, which is just straight up vodka. Nothing special. Uh, but it's going to do the trick. If you got him drinking bottoms up, cheers, everybody. Cheers, O'Malley. Oh yeah, he did actually drink a beer right after the match. He jumped out of the cage. I guess a fan handed him a, a can of beer that was closed. He popped it, took a huge sip, gave it back. Um, <clears throat> I, I loved, and like I said, he did look timid, but I loved how he was trying to focus himself. Like in between rounds, he was sitting there, his coach is talking to him. He's just sitting there with his eyes closed and he's trying to focus on what he needs to do. And, uh, 
it's always interesting to see, man, because you're like, does he really have that kind of power? And <laughs> he's got it, man. He's definitely got it. I, I was, I'm honestly surprised, man. I, I had a lot. I thought Sterling was going to do a lot more to him. Uh, at least try to grab him, take him to the ground, and it just didn't seem to happen very much. Um, so, yeah, good set of fights, man. I, I love that they do the Ultimate Fighter Bantamweight fight. Last night, that was a good one. Uh, I forgot the the names of the guys, but uh, basically, I guess it's the end of the season, the end of the Ultimate Fighter, and these are the two guys that were the tops, and here's your chance. Freaking UFC 292, are you moving up or are you not? You know, you win, you get the contract, you lose, you don't. It's uh, high stakes, man, and and that that bantam fa- uh, bantam weight fight was uh, was fucking amazing, dude. They they just put it all on the line. Momentum shifting back and forth. Uh, just good to see, dude. Really good to see. Uh, co co main event Zhang versus. Uh, I'm butchering these names. I think they were saying Zong, possibly, uh, versus Lamo, Lamos. Lemos, um, it's weird that I can watch a whole event and their their names never seep into my brain. Like how do you pronounce them? It's strange. I, I don't know why. <laughs> I guess that's the American in me. If it ain't Johnson, I don't like it. You know. Um, but yeah. Anyway, Zhang versus Lemos. That's how I'm gonna say it. Um, Zhang is. Uh, fucking dangerous man she ragdolled her all through the ring um just dominated i mean striking dominated you know kind of got worn down there in the third round a little bit but really just kind of bounced around and stayed in rhythm and did her thing and 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 when she got a hold of lamos i mean she i mean flung her to the ground with ease you know, she made it look easy. So, I mean, she just had her way with her pretty much. And uh, she's like a damn boa constrictor, dude. When she's on you, she's just on you. It's like you have to carry that extra weight with you. <laughs> and she knows that. And she's, you know, she's basically your fucking turtle shell, dude. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, great set of fights, man. I uh, can't wait for next weekend. Or I don't know if it's next weekend. But the next big event, I guess... Uh, if I can count properly, that was 293. What comes after two? I'm sorry, that was 292. What comes after 292? That would be 293. Um, I can't remember the na- names of the uh, the guys on the main event, but it, it looks to be a a massive one again. I'm sure we're gonna have a couple of weeks in between with maybe smaller fights at the apex. I I don't know. I don't know how they do the schedule. It's not gonna be immediately, but. Uh, Man, that was good. I'm so glad I didn't miss any of that. I, I, I definitely made it a point to sit down and watch that. And I'm thoroughly, um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I'm glad I did. Let's take a drink. Cheers. What else? Uh, baseball, real quick. Uh, just as far as the Texas shootout we have going on in the MLB. As the season winds down, making it to the playoffs... Um, oddly enough, the the Astros get swept by the Mariners. A little interleague play there, interdivision play. Um, and uh, my Rangers, unfortunately, get swept by the Brewers, dude. Um, 
Hello, Wisconsin. <laughs> I mean, good Lord. Um, are we the real deal or no? You know, if you look at the records, you look at the run differential. <coughs> excuse me. Uh, you would think my Rangers would go in there and slap them around a little bit, but we got we got slapped around. Yeah, it's unfortunate. So, um, like I said, the Astros did lose their three games, so they didn't gain any ground on us. We're still tops of our division, two and a half games over the Astros. I, I just don't know, man. Baseball is just so weird. Um, I, I mean, these these will be the teams fighting it out to go to the World Series. And it's like, we are we losing focus? Are we kind of taking our foot off the pedal? I, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing, but um, I don't like losing. I'll say that. I mean, I'll take a loss. I especially, I don't like losing, but I know it's going to happen. Um I don't like losing the series. Sometimes it does happen. And I definitely don't like getting swept. And I feel like that's just happened to us a lot in, in, in this season. And uh, you would think with the kind of pushback we've given teams, it's like we could find that extra gear in that last game of the series. Like today, for example, you could find that gear in the last game of the series to beat Milwaukee just one game. So you're not getting swept and we just couldn't do it. I think they ended up beating us 6-1. to one. Uh, So it seems like they got a good little team going on over there. Pitching did pretty well against us. And uh, yeah, man, we'll see. He, you just never know. You just never know. It's not like, it's not predictable. I mean, you got your teams that, you know, are probably going to make it in. But it just seems like with baseball, there's just always a change with a lot of the other teams that make it in. Maybe it's the same core three teams from the past couple of seasons, but other than that, it's just like a rotation. Um, that's just how it seems. I don't know. I could be completely wrong on that, and that's okay. But um, So, yeah, not great, but it's not the worst thing that could have happened just for the fact that, uh, you know, like I said, the Astros did end up losing to the Mariners. It's just like, yeah, if you look at their record, it's like, how? How did they do that? Um, and how haven't the Mariners done that before this season? You can do that all of a sudden. Like it's come on, do that all the time. Um, but that's not how sports work. Uh, what else happened to me this week? You guys, um, oh man, I got a new, I, okay. So I got some Bluetooth headphones and I've never had the noise canceling kind before. I'm not going to say who what brand it is because I don't want to give them free advertisement on my podcast. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I've never had the noise. Dude, that uh, that noise canceling, it almost like threw my equilibrium off. Like when I turned it off and like when I pulled it out of my ear, I was like, oh my God, like it's freaking insane, dude. Like it's <laughs> my brain couldn't understand what was happening. I'm glad I was sitting down when I did. I was just like sitting there and I'm like putting one earbud in and I'm like, you know, you can tap on the side and it'll kind of give you the room a little bit. If you tap on the side again, it'll close it down and shuts down the outside noise from the room, which is actually really incredible that we have that technology. Um, but yeah, dude, I just, I, I couldn't really, I had to like take my earphone out 
over and over and put it back in, playing my music again. And then I take it out just to hear the difference. And I was, it just freaked me out. I, I definitely wasn't ready for it. Um, it's a little jarring when you first do it and actually hear <laughs> what little, it takes the bass out of everything. So what I've been doing is like turning it on, you know, to, or, you know, taking the, uh, noise suppression out and I'll kind of drum on the counter or whatever. And then I'll put the noise suppression on And I mean, it just kills all the bassy notes. You know, you get a little bit of noise. It's not perfect. You know, you're still getting a little bit of bleed through, but it's, I mean, it takes the entire room out, which I started to realize just from using these from the past couple of days that I, I didn't, I've been blasting my ears with volume only to drown out the outside sounds. You know what I mean? So it's like whenever you you do the noise canceling, it's like you don't have to turn the volume up as loud because you don't have the fucking the fan blowing in your ear anymore. I mean, it is, but it's just, it's not. You know, it's not making the noise in your ear. So anyway, this is like magic to me. You know, it's like alien technology <laughs> to me. I've never had headphones this fancy before. You know, I've had great stereo headphones Back in the day, like some, oh, I was almost going to say the brand, but I don't want to give them advertisement either. Two different brands. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I've had nice stereo headphones before, and the technology wasn't there for noise canceling back in the 90s. You know, so, but these were the best you could do is stereo headphones. They're nice and plush, you know, um, not going to hurt your ears, insulating, all that kind of stuff. But so, so these at the ripe old age of fucking 38 are the fanciest headphones uh, I've ever had. And I got them for free. I got them as a gift. I can't believe I was like, are you sure you want to give these to me? So yeah, pretty, pretty interesting. But yeah, I, I mean, I was so fascinated by this. It seemed like such black magic, dude. Like <laughs> I had to, I had to look it up. You know, I'm like, how does this work? So I'm going to explain to you in very basic, non-scientific, non-engineer words of how I think this works. <laughs> and I hope I'm wrong and someone smarter than me is listening. And you write me at drinkintilypodcast at gmail.com. That'd be great. Let me know how stupid I am. That would be wonderful. No, Chris, actually, that's not how it works. So basically, this is the gist of it. Um, there's, there's, um, uh, what do they call it? Anti sound waves there. So there's obviously normal sound waves. There's anti sound waves. Um, and anti sound waves just to br break it down in a basic form are literally just the opposite frequency of a normal sound wave. So, uh, the example they gave in the video was like, a the frequency of like a bus idling, you know, on the street, just kind of sitting there humming. And <clears throat> so that has its own frequency. So it's up to the headphones to take out, to come up with some kind of anti-frequency. So how they do this is there's actually two head, uh, two microphones in each earbud. So there's one collecting outside noise, you know, what's coming directly from outside and blocking that off, you know, using as many anti-sound waves as it can. And then there's another one that's actually closer to the 
you know, like the cone where it actually funnels the your headphone music into your ear. So that second headphone, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I keep saying headphone, that second microphone is so uh, if any excess sound is getting through, it's captured right there through that microphone and taken out. So with between those two microphones and then a super powerful, apparently, processor within the headphone itself, um, with those three things, I mean, that's basically the very, very basics of how it's noise canceling, which is, I mean, it's just fascinating to me, dude. I, I started watching the video and I couldn't stop. I, I mean, I had to rewatch it a couple of times for sure. <laughs> Because you guys started saying anti-frequencies and anti-sound. I was like, oh, what's an anti... You know, and I'm the kind of person where I start asking questions before I let the video keep playing. I was like, well, what the hell is an anti-sound wave? Hold on. I can't keep watching the video until I know what a, you know, the anti-sound wave is. And, and, and in reality, if I would just keep watching the video in the next 30 seconds, they explain what an anti-sound wave is. So you, you don't have to Google it. You know, they have it all in the video. That's why they made the video. Um, so the more impressive part to those two microphones and that processor is the fact that it still can cancel noise while you're talking through it on the phone. So you're like, I mean, I don't know how many microphones these headphones have. I mean, they're high end people. I don't know how else to say it. <clears throat> Super high end. I just, I've never had any headphones this fancy. I, I don't know what to think. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's just fascinating to me. The, the fact that it can capture your voice and also still somehow block out. I, I don't know, dude. I don't know. It's black magic. I, I don't know. It's, it, it is fascinating that, how did we discover this? That's, that's the first question I want to ask. You know what I mean? Let's take a drink. Like, how did we end up discovering this? And how many microphones does it actually have in there? It's got to have at least three. The two that cancel out the noise. The one that captures your voice. And then it's got speakers in there to play music. Uh, it's just fascinating. It's it's insane. How did we come up with that? It's it's pretty impressive, man. And, and like I said, the first time you do it, it is jarring. I, I didn't... I, like I said, I was glad I was sitting down because... Might have knocked me off balance. Just like you don't know what to expect. You really don't know how well it's canceling the sound until you pop that thing out, you know. <laughs> so, uh, and, I, and I know what you're thinking. It's like, okay, Chris, that's great. You got all these this fancy headphones. And you're not going to say the brand. That's okay. You don't want to do free advertisement. Are you at least going to shout out? You have a, like a public platform to shout out your friend that gave you the headphones. Are you at least going to do that, you jerk? And uh, the answer is no. I was asked not to say anything uh, about who gave them to me. I'm not exactly sure why, but I'm going to respect this person's wishes and not say anything. So there you go. I'm not a jerk. I would say thank you. Well, you know what? Let me say thank you anyway. And thank you for the headphones. I appreciate them. Random person that no one will ever know. Uh, let's take another drink. Cheers, everybody. All right. How far are we in? 19 minutes. Uh, we got some good, I've been excited about this, to be honest with you. We got some great videos of the week. <laughs> um, <clears throat> the first one I have is actually from, sorry, I don't know if you guys can hear that. I got some movie blaring in the background. I forgot to pause it uh, before I came in here. But uh, 
first one I have for you is a Facebook video. At Sean Riser is, I don't know if he has the original post or not. I just saw his post. I thought it was kind of funny. It's from the movie Pineapple Express. And the caption says before they play the scene um, what it's like when your child's tablet dies. And the scene is when they, you know, sleep overnight in the forest after they're running from the drug lords or whatever. And the car dies, and he's trying to explain to him. He's like, the car's dead. He's like, what do you mean it's dead? He's like, the car's dead. He's like, yeah, but what do you mean? He's like, the battery of the car is dead. I don't know how else to say this to you. He's like, it's dead. It ceased to exist. <laughs> it's just a good scene, but in that context of uh, being a parent, it's it, exactly it's exactly how it is. The the drama that ensues after your child's tablet dies is insane. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, it's like you can breathe without it. It's okay. Like, good Lord. It charges. I mean, you give it 30 seconds, it'll charge right up, turn right on. Uh, that's even too much. Um, you got to have a whole drama show. So, yeah, there's one of my first videos of the week. Oh, my God. I, my neighbors probably think I'm insane. After watching this this baseball video I'm about to tell you guys about, I was up at like 2 a.m. and it just hit me randomly. I was supposed to be asleep, had to be to work the next day. You know, I'm like, fuck, I'm staying up late. Maybe I had too much coffee. And so naturally, you know, after laying there for a fucking hour and a half and trying to go to sleep, I'm like, fuck it. I, like, I'm just going to play on my phone at this point. I'm I'm bored. You know, like I'm not falling asleep. It's not going to happen. You know, and, and when I'm laying there too, like I'm not touching my phone at all. I don't have a TV on. I'm, I, it's dark as possible. You know, I'm as relaxed and soothed as possible. So I can't fall asleep. But after, you know, I'm sitting there for an hour and a half. I'm like, screw this, dude. Like, so anyways, all of this to say, I'm scrolling. And it's like, a I don't know, a Tuesday morning, <laughs> two in the morning. And I'm fucking howling dude i'm dying laughing like i and i can't stop every it's like the more i watch this video the more i'm laughing the more i'm thinking about the characters in this video the more i'm laughing and like their thought pro uh, dude it's just funny so um basically and i'm gonna play you the video here too so you can just get full context of what's going on here uh, but basically, <laughs> I guess it's uh, maybe a minor league game, possibly an adult league game. Um, it is being recorded. It looks like the camcorder was from fucking, I don't know, 1993. Wait, what is this video? Student caught his teacher secretly taking pictures of him and made her delete it. What the fuck? Dude, women. Uh, anyways, let's not even get into this. We can talk about that for probably 30 minutes next week. Uh, so anyways, what this video of the week is, is <laughs> it's like a minor league game, possibly an adult, uh, you know, rec game, whatever you want to call it, pickup game. And there's an organist, there's people in the crowd, and there's an umpire, you know, there's players on the field. And <laughs> the, the guy playing the organ, basically, he starts playing three blind mice. And I have to assume... 
you know, the Oregon player is for the home team. The home team's not doing so well this game. And, you know, maybe they got some shitty calls. And so he decides to play three blind mice. Um, and he gets thrown out of the game. So here's the video. And I'm going to play it probably twice through so you can get it all the way through. Uh, get it all the way through without missing anything. So here we go. Here's the start of the video right here. just ejected from the game. Derek, Derek Dye was ejected from the game. That is awesome. That is absolutely awesome. I, Derek Dye was ejected from the game. Put him in the box score. <laughs> Put him in the box score. The announcer's reaction make the video too, but uh, getting kicked out of a, a fucking baseball game that you're not even playing... <laughs> For irritating the umpire so bad is fucking epic. And that's exactly why that announcer started freaking out. Because that is so damn fine. And, and how much power are we allowing these umpires to have? He has the power to throw out the organist? That's strange to me. Like, what else can he get away with that he probably shouldn't? Like, you can throw out someone that's not even associated. I mean, sure, he's in the stadium. <laughs> But he's playing the organ. You can't eject him. He's not. He has nothing to do with what's happening on the field. He's not arguing balls and strikes. I mean, I guess in his own way he is. But why is he not allowed to do that without getting ejected from the game? Um, how sensitive. You let the organist piss you off to, and threw him out of the game. Um, dude, I just I can't stop laughing, dude. Every time I start thinking about it deeper and deeper, like this, just the whole scenario and what could have been, and like, <laughs> and, and what I mean by what could have been, and like in the situation, you know, like why he was playing three blind mice in the first place. Maybe they just got a shitty call. How long ago it was? Oh, dude, uh, the ultimate troll <laughs> from the press box. Three blind mice. Uh, Derek Die apparently. Uh, this drinks for you. Cheers. It was amazing. <laughs> and that other announcer at the end before the video cuts off. Put him in the box score. Uh, that's a great video, man. I was howling. Two in the morning, dude. Um, ah, this is brilliant. Brilliant. Three blind mice. <laughs> Got him. Got him with the organ. <laughs> you know. Um, <clears throat> okay, in the last video of the week, it's not a specific video, I want you guys to all go subscribe to this YouTube channel, they have an Instagram, they have a Twitter, which I follow now, uh, they have a Facebook, I believe, as well, it's, I've talked about this a few times before, it's the, uh, the channel called Bay Area Transparency, or BAT, for short, man, I, I love what this guy does, um, 
it's basically these First Amendment audits. And dude, I'm fascinated. It's like every time I start watching one of these videos, I just can't stop. I have to watch the next video and the next video and the next video. And the next video is like, oh, it's, it's, you know what it is? It's reality T. I mean, it's the realest reality TV you can find. I think that's why it's so fascinating. And that's why it has so many damn views is, um, you know, and, and there's a lot going on with the police too, you know, like we've all seen that shit where police aren't being held accountable or, you know, um, for doing fucked up things. And, you know, I think that should be, you know, they should be held accountable. Obviously you shouldn't be protected because you joined some kind of brotherhood or whatever. And I'm not saying they shouldn't stick up for each other, but, uh, yeah, you got to go watch this guy's channel, man. It's really fascinating. And <clears throat> I will say with the first amendment auditors, he's, he's by far my, my favorite. Um, you know, I, I don't like the people who start off being a jerk, you know, because it is okay for a cop to make contact with you and at, you know, Hey, how's it going? You know, when they start acting like a jerk, just right off the bat, it kind of turns me off. Now I will say on the other hand, if a cop comes up and he's being ultra aggressive and then the guy behind the camera, the auditor turns into a jerk, that's okay. I don't mind that, but just automatically being a jerk you know, you, you know what you're doing is making people uncomfortable, you know, um, and it doesn't happen every day, you know, so to just go in being a jerk just doesn't feel, it doesn't have the right feeling to it. There's a, I don't know, some Southern guy and he always just seems to be bitchy, like from the first contact. And it's like, okay, that's not what this is about though. It's not about you being bitchy. That's not how you assert your rights. You know, you can assert your rights in a calm manner, you know? Um, <clears throat> so I don't really like that in this Bay area transparency guy, man. He used to be a lot worse. He used to name call a lot more and, you know, tell people they're fucking stupid. And, you know, it didn't take a lot for him to get to that point. And now, dude, I've seen like, he's had a channel for some years now and, uh, he's definitely grown a lot. You know, he's, he's kind of changed his hot headed ways of wanting to argue. And, and now I'm not saying you know, if a cop comes, comes up hot-headed to him, like, he will verbally put them in their place, you know, if he, if he needs to, and he will be a smart-ass about it if he needs to, but if, if the people are being cordial and nice to him, he's going to be cordial and nice back, you know, which is, uh, you know, I guess I never really realized how many people are offended by a video camera, and I guess it is kind of strange, because he'll go into, like, a public office um, what was, it was like a school district office and he has his camera up and he's recording and people freak the fuck out. You can't do that in here. You've got to get out right now. I mean, security guards, dude, security guards will come up to him ready to fucking fight. And it's like, oh, hold up, dude. Like you realize you're just security, right? Like <laughs> you can see you're one step less than the, the people that you're going to call to come here. You know what I mean? Um, it's just fascinating, man. And, and I think it is a good thing because it is holding, it does get those, um, reality TV moments, you know, it's better than cops even, man. Um, in my opinion, I just love the verbal, you know, back and forth. 
And I love to see, you know, when someone thinks they have so much authority because I have a badge and a gun and I took my classes, but I don't actually even know the law, you know, that's, that's dangerous. I don't even know the law I'm upholding. <laughs> that's dangerous. And that's what he aims to point out. You know, um, people that, you know, how many times have you been to one of those fucking buildings, those public buildings, and those people treat you like shit. They treat you like you're not even there. You know, it's just, <laughs> and it's like you actually need services. Like, wait, I pay taxes that pay your salary, and you're, I'm going to come in here and you're going to treat me like shit? You're going to treat me like I'm a fucking criminal? Like, something's fucked up about that. So, the beautiful thing about his channel is he has such a following now that when he puts out these videos, if, I don't know, Let's say her name is Deborah. If Deborah behind the counter was not cordial and was a rude fucking bitch the whole time, those people will start calling and working on either getting her fired or reprimanded or changing of positions or something. And uh, I'm, to be completely honest, it probably usually ends up in being fired because you can't treat the public that way. You know, that's who you're serving. We're not criminals coming in here. You know, you provide the service to us. Unfortunately, we're allowed to film, you know, for you. So I know it's kind of awkward that I'm filming you while you're working, but that's the job you signed up for. You know, it's he goes through all of this in the video. And man, some of the confrontations get super heated. I mean, he's been cuffed before plenty of times. And you'll see when he gets his camera back, the, I mean, the demeanor of the officers completely changes. Like there was one episode where i mean the dudes just came in the officers just came in too hot it was it was one of those things he's filming in a public building people in the public building didn't like it the officers come in hot and i mean they basically just put them in cuffs within the first i don't know minute and a half they were there and you know you can hear him talking to the police and he's cussing at him by this point because he is pissed off this is bullshit and you took away my rights and did all this and that and uh <clears throat> And then he gets his camera back and the demeanor of these two guys that came in all hot-headed completely, they're like, I'm sorry and I shouldn't have done that. And you just so much more apologetic for what just happened. And he's, I mean, he's still fired up. He's like, no, you're only apologizing because you know that's going to cause a lawsuit. You chose to take, you know, my First Amendment rights away, whatever. And he just gives it to them and their whole demeanor has changed. And the one officer was like... I didn't want to put my hands on you. And he was like, but you did put your hands on me. That's the point. Even if you didn't want to, you still did, which is taking away my rights. Oh, it's fascinating, dude. It's fascinating. But yeah, I, I love the calm, cool, collected. I'm not going to get assy with anybody until they're assy with me. If you're going to start being a jerk to me, I'm going to be a jerk to you. You know, the security guards in the one Oakland video... Um, Man, they were ready to fucking fight him right there. It's like, dude, you know you can't do that, right? Like you're gonna get you're gonna get an assault charge when you're on the job. Like just because you're security doesn't mean you can and, and see that's the problem. That is exactly the problem. You give somebody a badge and a fucking taser, even, it goes to their head. You know, you give somebody a badge and a gun. They forget the oath they took. They're like, yeah, 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 whatever on the oath. Give me my badge. Give me my gun. And they're ready to roam the streets. That's dangerous, you know? And I'm not saying, um, and I'm just like this guy. I'm just like the Bay Area transparency guy. I'm not 
against cops. I'm against bad cops. I'm for good cops. I want the good cops. And, and he doesn't always have negative reactions. I would say 98% of them are negative reactions. But there's that 2% where the officer will roll up on him. What are you doing? He's like, nothing. He's like, uh, can I get your name? He's like, no, I'm not going to give it. Do you have some ID? No. He's like, all right, well, see you later. Yes, that's exactly it. Yes, you did your job. And see, it's the cops that want to just, oh, no, you're going to give me your ID. You're going to give me your ID. You're going. It's like, no, 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 no. We're getting things out of out of order here. Like, you're demanding things from me, and I haven't done anything wrong. You can't do that. And a lot of people don't know that. If a cop walks up to most people and says, give me your ID, they're going to go, oh, shit, okay, sorry, what I do? What? What's wrong? Here's my ID. No, that's not how it works. It's not how it works at all. No. So... Uh, it's just fascinating, man. I, I love watching those videos. Uh, so go check him out. Go follow him. Um, tell him Drink Until You Podcast sent you. I would appreciate it. And uh, yeah, that's going to do it for me, guys. Bottoms up. If you got them, drink them. All right, guys. Uh, I will talk to you next week. That's been episode 291, Drink Until You Podcast. The only podcast that lasts until the last drop. I will talk to you all next week. I love you all. Bye.